0: amen all right hey we are in our study world religions cults and the occult ritchie it's number 15 what is it okay, world religions, cults, and all right next week we'll do medium ritchie uh, small fry Richie. we'll do miniature cody what else we got going on here i don't I didn't realize we're doing sizes now. This is exciting. But that's right. Satanism and the rise of devil worship uh, is our study. And uh, by way of recap, because that's what we do here at Sunrise, uh, in case you missed the other ones, we've already dealt with the issue of Satan. Believe it or not, 91 to 99% of the world does not believe in him, which is nuts. I wonder where that idea came from. And then 65% of the so-called church doesn't believe in him. And then, gee whiz, you wonder why things are getting messed up. You wonder why there is a what? A rise of devil worship. And Satanism. People don't even believe it. He's having a heyday, unfortunately. And then we took a look at the character and the tactics. Now, why do we do that? Because it's all over the Bible. That's right, Jan, because it's all over the Bible. God tells us Old Testament, New Testament, all about Satan, all about demons, all about all kinds of stuff like this that we're studying from the Bible, which is what we're supposed to do. Why? Because he, what's he say? The devil is out there scheming against us. Remember that word? Scheming against us, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so God tells us in advance, in minute detail, what he's up to, his character. How's he gonna come at you? So we're not caught off guard. Does anybody like learning things the hard way? So, study the Bible. You're going to get into this. Hey, praise God. But people don't want to touch it, including churches with a 10-foot pole, let alone even believe in Satan. So, you wonder why things are getting so messed up today. And so, we begin to take a look at that. How did this happen? How do we get in this shape where things are so messed up with the world and the church? Does not want to believe in the literal devil? It's nuts, okay? So, we begin to take a look at the history. And what we saw is it really began, Genesis 3, right? The fall of man. Satan came in and what? Got Eve to buy Eve into doubt, then he called God a liar, and then he put the lie out there that God doesn't know what he's doing. Listen to Satan, you could be like God and do your own thing, it's all about self, right? He did the same thing. He repeated it in the 1800s with the lie of evolution. What does evolution do, right? It, it, it causes you to doubt, uh, uh, people to doubt that God exists. And then here comes doubt, and then here comes the lie. Well, he doesn't exist. And, and then what's left? Hey, Satan's a great guy. He's wonderful. You think, oh, that's nuts. Well, at the exact same time when that came out, these guys came out, right? The romantics, right? They came out there. It's not that groovy band from the 80s. It's totally different. It's the so-called elites right? And they said, and they literally, remember they said Satan was a hero, somebody to look up to and we just need to do what he says and he's the ultimate good guy and the Christians got it wrong, blah, 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 blah. Same thing. Then it went from there to Madame Blavatsky, right? Theosophy, this new wisdom, From Satan and we need to listen to him and build this utopia he's got the plan then it moved on from Annie Besant and then Alice Bailey right and still to this day again working with the UN to fulfill basically Satan's life don't listen to God Satan will bring peace to the planet right Uh, Satan is the one through a one-world government a one-world ruler the new world order Satan's order The age, new age, the age of Satan, right, is what we need as humanity. And that's what they're working towards. That's what is going on in our country and around the world. It's nuts, but it came from Satan. Okay, and that's where it came from. Then it moved on to this guy, Alistair Crowley. Do what you will shall be the whole of the law. That's what we're going to see again, Lord willing, tonight. Then it went to Anton LaVey, and that's when it really began to be cool to be a Satanist, even here, unfortunately, in the United States of America. And then it continued to, after his death, it began to splinter into a whole bunch of different groups. After Anton LaVey died, it went to this lady, his third female companion, I guess you could call it, Blanche Barton. She took the church of Satan and went to New York and then after that went to his oldest daughter Carla she stayed there in San Francisco and then she starts the first satanic church then it goes to his other daughter Zina who used to be his spokesperson and uh, she leaves both of those people and has an outing with them and then she goes and she joins the temple of Seth Uh, then she didn't stay there too long she started her own movement called the Sethian liberation movement and as far as I can gather today now she's into the dark Tibetan tantric Buddhism which is Really bad, okay. But speaking of the Temple of Set, that was from this guy, Michael Aquino. He went into the military and brought Satanism in the military, including the United States, okay. And they've gone all over the world. And of course, he's the one that started this thing back in 1975 that Zena originally hopped on, but then she backed out and did her own thing. Uh, The Temple of Set. And what we saw is after that, Uh, Basically, it went to another militarized group of Satanists called the Order of Nine Angles, and that's what we saw last time. And basically what we saw was they are what? A satanic neo-Nazi group is really what they are. Okay, and you think, well, that's kind of strange. Well, no, it's not. When you understand, as we saw, Hitler, Hitler was all about not just evolution, but the occult. Okay, we saw that with the Thule Society. Okay, we also saw that with Hitler. Remember that Mandrake thing that he carried around with him to give him power? It's crazy, straight out of the occult, right? We also saw that Hitler made no bones about it, but people weren't taught what these symbols really meant. They had them on their uniforms. They had them on their caps. They had them on their helmets. They had them on their every. Swastika, the swastika is an occult, a black occult symbol, folks. And not only that, so was the SS. These guys were basically Hitler's elite occult group, and they were wearing the symbols. Of course, the SS was the lightning bolt, as in when Satan fell, lightning, etc. blah, blah, blah. So they were telling people that we are basically an occult army coming, a type of antichrist, Hitler, okay, coming to take over the world. Okay? Uh, and if anything, as many people say that that was a dry run, if you will, uh, for the real one that's coming, uh, unfortunately, probably pretty soon. Okay? Then we saw uh, they went from there, and the order of nine angles, they begin to, uh, 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 you know, basically, the, 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 I would say the modern SS. Okay, a satanic military group, and dare I say, when the real Antichrist comes along, uh, he's got a group of people that are going to act like an SS like they did for Hitler, okay? Uh, then we left off to the, the activists. Now Satanists are getting very active in our country and demanding, quote, their rights, and that's what this guy Lucian and Greaves, okay? And they're the, basically the ones that are promoting, and this is their word, right? What do we exist? They said, we are out there to promote, and these are from the Satanists, Social justice. What does that sound like? Democrat Party. That's right, Pastor Tom. The Democrat Party, as we already saw in our 20-week study on the witchcraft, uh, shocker! There's witches all over the Democrat Party and background, and so now you're seeing even the Satanists are pushing the same agenda. These are the guys. This guy, these, this into the Satanic t- Temple, run by this guy, uh, Lucian Greaves. Uh, they're out there pushing quote abortion, homosexuality, rejection of Christian values, pro-Muslim support, open rebellion, removing of Christian displays, replacing with satanic displays, teaching kids about Satan in schools, praying to Satan in schools, praying to Satan in government buildings, and statues of Satan in our government facilities around the United States of America, that's who's doing that, and it's carbon copy of the liberal Democrat movement today, shocker, okay, and the reason why I think there's so many similarities is because they're coming from the same root. Okay, if you do the research. Okay, now tonight, we're finally going to get into dun, 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 the beliefs. The beliefs of Satanism, okay. As you can see, the young whippersnappers there, uh, that uh, a lot of them just can't handle conflict and give me a dog to hug or a tree to squeeze or... I just, we were just talking about this as guys the other day. It's just like, what has happened to the younger generations today, right? Uh, we were talking at one of our men's gathering, uh, the, the guy cal. Remember guy cal, right? At least our discussion at our guy cal table. We were talking about, where's, where's the John Waynes, man? What happened to John Wayne? Like, guys are tough, rough, buff, and, right? And he didn't say much, and he was looked up to. But what was he prepared to do? He was prepared to extend his life, to be the man, to take care of the family, and, and, and to expend his life in, 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 in the first, to save the women and the children. Women and children first. And, and it's not women and children first, it's what? It's me, myself, and I first. Right? It, it, it's like, you know, if you don't do what I say, I'm gonna freak out. Uh, the cancel culture, all this. Where's this coming from? What is happening? Everybody's turning into a bunch of whims right? And they've taken boys, and they're not turning them into men. They're making them into some metro sexual twisted thing, and then they're taking the girls and trying to make them like men. It's like, what's going on? Well, believe it or not, as we're going to see tonight, folks, uh, this is something that is coming from the root belief of Satanism. And we're promoting it, and you wonder why it's getting so devilish out there, right? The beliefs of Satanism, okay? Believe it or not, folks, God warned that this would happen. What we're seeing happening right now In our country today, God warned would happen that basically our society would not only promote a major core issue, and frankly, what we're gonna see, the number one issue of Satanism, and that once we did that, your society would go downhill. But here's the point. It's not only happening, God says, that's a sign you're in the last days, right? Now, that's our opening text, uh, 2 Timothy 3. Let's take a look at that, 2 Timothy 3, okay. Uh, Are we really promoting Satanism, you know? And what they believe. And does this have anything to do with what's going on in our society today? But 2 Timothy chapter 3, we're going to read verses 1 through 5. If you find 3 Timothy, what do you do? Oh, there's a little hesitation on that one. That's right. We'll have, to, we'll have to keep preaching. That's right. There is no 3 Timothy. So Unless you had three boys and you named all of them like Richie, uh, Timothy, one, two and three, I don't know, but that's not what we're talking about, that's not what we're talking about tonight Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 through 5, how do you know you're living the last days? And these signs, how does it start to go downhill? Watch this, this is mind blowing, right? But mark this, there's going to be great times in the last days you're going to see a gigantic revival the church is going to usher in the reign of Christ well that's a false charismatic teaching, isn't it? It's not what the scripture says. Read the Bible. right? There's going to be what? Terrible times in the last days. Now why? Why? If only we knew why it's going to be so bad and horrible. How did this happen? Keep reading. The very first thing on the list, people will be what? Lovers of themselves. What's that, folks? That's the number one law of Satanism. We'll see it in great detail tonight. Oh, come on. We, we would actually preach Satanism? Yeah, And here's the point. It's first on the list, and that's not by chance. So you start preaching this message. It's loving yourself first. Love, self, self, self at all costs. What's going to happen? You're going downhill. Because the fruit of that lie, self-love, self-esteem, self-respect, self at all costs, is not just straight out of Satanism. Because it's out of Satanism, it will cause destruction, And that's what he says they love themselves and then what happens oh tell me this isn't every single thing that's going on wrong today they become lovers of money then they're gonna become boastful and proud and abusive disobedient to their parents ungrateful unholy without love unforgiving slanders without self-control remember we saw Anton LaVey and the other people and we'll get into this probably later but Satan isn't what they say what's their verbiage from what's their belief structure we believe in what not abstinence, self-control, but what? Do whatever you want to do, right? Indulgence was the word. You do what, you indulge self in whatever you want. That's from Satanism. So you love yourself first, and you're gonna you, you don't have any self-control. Of course not, because self's in control. And you're saying that's a good thing. Brutal is what you're gonna become. Not lovers of good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of, whoa, what? pleasure right because you start living for self that's right and if there is no god you just eat drink marry party die go back to be worm bait it's all about pleasure instead of who rather than lovers of god oh they might you might even find some of these people going to church services what yeah see they got this having this form of godliness but they deny its power have what nothing to do with these people have nothing to to do with them, right? So again, we've seen in our text here tonight, we've seen this very uh, very uh, many different times. And so it clearly says, how do you know you're living the last days? Well, here's what's gonna happen. Tell me this is not going on in our world today. People are selfish and greedy and boastful and prideful, abusive and disobedient, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, out of control, brutal, evil, treacherous, rash, conceited. Every single one of those is commonplace today. But here's my point. What's the scripture say? What was the root of of the cause of that whole gigantoid litmus of wicked behavior. as a sign you're in the last days. It is what? The first fatal step is when you start to promote self, lovers of self, lovers of themselves. You go down that route and you're going downhill. The scripture says it's this preoccupation of self, the promotion of self is what causing all this wicked behavior today. Now again, folks, what people don't realize Is again, I've said this so many times before, but this is the number one law of Satanism. What did did Crowley say? Do what thou wilt shall be the whole law. It's all about self, okay? And and it makes sense that that would be the number one law of Satanism because the scripture is clear. It's this self-worship, self-love, focus on self, self at all costs is what caused the fall of Satan. So, of course, he's going to promote that right? And in fact, let's take a look at where, listen, where did self-love, self-esteem, self-worship, where did it all begin? Let's take a look. The Bible tells us where. Right here, Isaiah 14, uh, verse 12 through 14. How you have fallen from heaven, O morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend to the uh, heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly on the utmost heights of the sacred mountain. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Now, I don't know if you guys paid attention to my accents there, but how many guys would say that Satan had an eye problem? (laughs) Yeah, do you think it's it's not my chance, folks? Satan what? Right out of the gate, Satan, it's all about what? I. He wanted to be God. He wanted to be first. He wanted, that was his fall. That's what caused his fall. It's all about self, me, myself, and I. It's, this is, it's me, 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 what I want. In fact, what I want above the will of God. This is the epitome of self-love, okay? Self comes first. It takes priority of everything. It's what I want, what I like, what I want to do. And, and that's, that's not just the birthplace of sin. It caused the fall of Satan. And it's the number one law of satanism. And if you promote that, as the scripture says, your society's going down the tubes. And we're promoting it, folks. It's, we don't even call that a sin anymore. We don't even acknowledge that's what caused the fall of Satan. We say that's what's gonna fix the ills of society. You know what's wrong with people today? They have a low self-esteem. Excuse me? No, that's not what the scripture says. But think about how twisted it has become. This is what's, and then think about every time that we actually sin, what are we actually doing when we sin? Think about that. We are saying, I know better than you, God. I will do what I wanna do. I will do what makes me feel right. I want, what is that? That's the fall of Satan. And why would you promote something? That's called the flesh. It's called the sin nature that we still got to deal with until we get to heaven. Anybody glad that thing ah, a thing is going to go away when we get rapture or go to heaven? <laughs> yeah, okay. No more of that. But yet society says, feed it, put gas on it with this lie called self, self, self. And you wonder why it's getting so satanic out there. Uh, J. McGee I like what he says about this passage we just read. He says, these are the five I wills of Lucifer he was setting his will against the will of God this is listen sin in embryo it began by a creature setting his will against the will of God the sin of Satan was overweening pride and it wasn't the purpose of Satan to be different from God he wanted to be God he put his will above the will of God and listen any creature who does that puts himself in the place of God and we're actually feeding this to people we're, we're from kids from wee high we're telling them it's all about you. And then we'll actually even twist it to the point saying, and if you don't do whatever you want and love you and you and you and esteem you, then, then, then we even throw this in there. You're gonna have a horrible life. Terrible. No, the scripture says you live like that, then your society's gonna have terrible times in the last days. Don't do it. It's what caused the fall of Satan, okay? The fruit of this wicked act of selfishness and self-love and self-worship not only came from Satan and it's the number one law of Satanism but since it came from Satan and it caused his fall he was destroyed he lost his place in heaven if you follow that today as a person what do you think it's gonna to do to you you think it'll bless you no it'll it'll destroy you and Satan who's called the great destroyer knows this and so he says basically in essence be like me live in my image not in the image of Christ live like I live the ultimate so called good guys these guys are saying who rebelled against God and you're gonna have a wonderful it will destroy you now I want to give you a picture of how sick it is when somebody is just so in love with himself and, and the fruit of it, it it just so it's so it's cruel it, I'll say it's satanic and this is why our world is going down the tubes but let me give you a little movie scene here of somebody who's the epitome of self-love self comes first watch this
1: I have some
2: new me too
1: okay but me first I've just been named partner.
2: <laughs> I think I have cancer Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? I have cancer.
1: This couldn't wait until tomorrow.
2: What? How can you say that to me?
1: I thought you loved me. I do. But you're changing our agreement. You're, you're breaking our deal. You make it sound like a contract negotiation. Well, what did you think this was? I
2: thought it was love.
1: Grow up, Amy. Love is the most overused word in the English language. It's what we say when we want something, when we need something, and you're as guilty of it as anybody. We had fun. (laughs) You were my hot, young girlfriend with the chic job. I was your upwardly mobile, charming, successful boyfriend. And we were together because we each got something out of the relationship that we wanted. And it was good. It was actually, it was great. But now it's over.
2: How did I not see this in you?
1: Because you saw what you wanted.
2: You understand that I might die.
1: I'm sorry about
0: that. And then he breaks up with her. And all the lady said? Ooh, yes. Bad guy. What was his problem? This is self love. That's self-love to the core. Why is it when you're sitting at a stoplight and it's green but you can't go because somebody put self first and went ahead and went out there so now you gotta wait for them and then they're the ones doing the wrong thing but you're trying to do the right thing and then they look at you as they go one nanosecond of an hour.
1: Why do people do it?
0: Because what have we told it's all about self. It causes destruction and destroys people. It's nuts. How how could that guy be so unloving, so cruel, so that's the most selfish, sick thing ever. He, she's dying, and then you break up with her on time. What? Where did that come from? I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mountain of assembly. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself God. I will do whatever I gotta do to please me no matter what because I come first. That came from Satan. That's why that's destructive. And we're promoting this. And you wonder why our society's going down the tubes. God said it's gonna lead to just a big old giant toilet bowl of behavior going down the tubes. Then, society's convinced us we have to live this way. It's in our education system. We'll get in here in a little bit. It's in churches. It's being promoted in churches today. It's in the media. It's everywhere. Little kids' books, you name it. They have convinced us that we have to love ourselves at all costs, right? Including. If it means ignoring simple behavior refraining from discipline blaming others and avoiding responsibility for your behaviors why because that could damage your self-esteem now you think that's nuts let me give you a couple uh, examples of that right uh, parents in Connecticut have taken their son's school to court you know why because he was caught destroying school property and was expelled by the school but the parents say that now their son has feelings of unworthiness, and his self-worth has been damaged, so they're suing the school. Self comes first. Uh, in Maine, signs saying happy holidays and singing of Christmas carols. They're being banned. Why? Because that might make somebody feel excluded, and that could hurt themselves. In Manhattan, Mother's Day is now being eliminated because some kids may not have a mother, and that could damage their self-esteem and self-worth. But apparently they're banning also kickball and dodgeball and other similar games why? Because those games promote competitiveness and you know what happens? Sometimes people don't win and you can't have that. That might hurt their what? Self esteem. Mm-hmm. And so, again, you're thinking, well, we, but we got to do it, Pastor Billy. That's what the experts say. They say this is the panacea. This is what will fix the ills of society and get rid of people's destructive behavior and their depression and all their anxiety. And so-. they just got to love themselves more. And that's it. Really? Researchers have put this lie from who? Where to start? Satan. To the test. And guess what? It doesn't produce good results. Shocker. Could have just read Isaiah 14. Ezekiel 20, uh, 28. Throw that one there, too. But they put it to the test, watch this. They they decided to affect the effectiveness, to test the effectiveness of self-love, self-esteem teachings in schools by, listen, first they measured how high the students thought about themselves academically, right? Didn't matter what your grades were, but did you think I'm a great student? Build up that self-esteem, I'm fantastic, I'm wonderful. As it turned out, the more highly the students thought of themselves and their supposed abilities, listen, the less ability they had. It produced the exact opposite. Watch this, a case in point was kids in Washington, D.C., they ranked number one in the whole United States in that school system for self-esteem. So surely that worked. Well, they came second to last in academic performance. In fact, one guy was honest, one researcher, he said this, years of self-love propaganda has succeeded in only producing self-deluded kids. And that explains why when they're on the crosswalk, they're going, (laughs) because that's what they've been told to do. It's all about self. And there's something inside of us going, man, that's wrong. But then on the other hand, they've been going, yeah, that's my problem, I just got low self-esteem. It's nuts. And where did it come from? I'm just quoting scripture. Satan one guy says this incredibly while the moral fabric of society continues to unravel self-esteem is thriving all the positive thinking about ourselves seems to be not doing anything To alleviate the culture or motivate people to live better lives and can it really be that low self-esteem is what's wrong with people today? Does anyone seriously believe that making people feel better about themselves has helped the problems of crime and moral decay and divorce and child abuse and juvenile delinquency and drug addiction and all the other evils that's dragged society down? And more importantly, is there any shred of evidence that would support such a belief? The answer is, quote, absolutely none. The notion that self-esteem makes people better is simply, listen, a matter of blind religious, here it is, faith. In other words, it's a religion. You have to, can I tell you what the religion is? Satanism not only that it's a religion that is antithetical to Christianity because it is predicated on the unbiblical preposition that people are basically good and they just need to recognize their own goodness excuse me Romans chapter 3 says what there is no one good no not one no one is righteous I know not none and that's the step, first step of getting saved, man, right. You acknowledge what? God is holy, I am not. The wages of my safe, oh, what a wretched man that I am. Who will save me? You acknowledge that because I have lived for self and sinned against God, I need the mercy of God. Can I give you a biblical picture? One of the parables. Remember the guy that was in there going, he was looking down at that one guy? The Pharisee? <laughs> At least I'm not like that guy, right? You know what the Pharisees' problem was? You thought too highly of your self. You couldn't even see your own depravity. You were trying to get there by self-righteousness. That's Satanism. And what was the other guy? Oh, God, he was beating his breast. Oh, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Completely opposite. We're actually producing that Pharisee in our society today. Right? And you wonder why things are falling apart. And let me give you some examples, because I have dealt with this until I'm blue in the face. In every pastor I've ever been over 25 some years now, it blows me away. I can sit here and preach, and please don't do this tonight. I can preach on self-love, self-esteem, self love, self esteem, self, 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 is Satanism. Okay, and we'll get to the biblical balance of what's our identity to be wrapped up in then. It's not self, I'll tell you that. We'll get to that. But I can say, I'll preach a message on the, hey, it's, this the number one law of Satanism. It's what caused the cause fall of, of Satan, Isaiah 14, Ezekiel 28, and I'll preach, don't do that. It's It's, it's putting gas on the sin nature. It's, it's, that's all about self. Why would you want to feed that thing? That's what's causing destruction. I'll get done preaching on that. I'll go through the line, and people hey, Pastor Billy, hey, could you could you pray for my, my daughter, I think she's got low self-esteem. Were <laughs> you listening? I kid you not. I can't tell you how many times that's happened. It's like I'm talking to a wall. And you wonder why your life, your kid's life, society's falling apart. Because you, as a Christian, have bought into this. It's all about me, myself, and I, the unholy trinity. Let me give you a couple examples. And these are people that i have actually um, shepherded in the past, and they bought into this selfish satanic lie, self, self, self. One wife refused to reconcile to her husband because of her need to love herself first, right? Because isn't that what they say? you got to love yourself first. So she was unhappy in her marriage, so she decided in her pursuit of loving self first, she decided to commit adultery, not just once but twice, in order to make her life feel better. Even after the husband found out and he was willing to listen, forgive her, and work through these problems, she refused because she was convinced that her sin, but that's not looked as sin anymore, because she has to do it. She has to commit this because she has to love self at all costs, and she never wanted to reconcile, and so not only did the kids suffer, but the family's completely destroyed because of that lie, self comes first. I was just one. Another husband, uh, this time the guy, he left his wife because he was, he was too unhappy. And he chose to go find a younger woman because he was convinced that it would make his life meaningful once more. And he made it, I remember sitting there discussing him, going like, what are you doing? Right? But he made it sound so honorable. Like see, he just had to do this because after all, this choice would provide him with happiness and peace for the sake of his well-being. He had to commit this sin. Let me give you one more. This was wild. Another marriage was on the rocks, you know why? Oh, they had serious problems. Oh, listen to the problem. The wife wanted to go to Hawaii, but the husband didn't. That's a rough one. Okay, but you know what the solution was? I'm not joking. The wife seriously contemplated divorce because she wasn't getting her way. And see, because she wasn't getting her way, she was not feeling good about her life. And so in order to once again have a happy, fulfilling life, the only proper thing to do was to divorce him over a trip to Hawaii. Because after all, she has to love herself first in order to have a healthy self-image, in order to have a fulfilling life. Does that, that's as sick as that what that guy did in the video. And we're promoting it. And every one of those people were professing to be Christians. I I get it, the lost, they don't know Christ. They don't know better. I'm not condoning it, but they don't know better. But come on, Christians. And you wonder why your life is just as messed up and destructive as the world. Maybe it's because you're living like the world. Maybe it's because you're following this instead of Jesus. Right? But that's what it does okay now again you're thinking passively really, you've been saying this for weeks on end. you're saying it again tonight satanism this is what they believe remember we're in the beliefs of satanism well again don't listen to me let's let's take a look at them let's take a look at the first two laws of satanism okay the first law is do without will shall be the whole of the law gee where'd they get that from the phrase itself was popularized by alistair crowley who was a satanist obviously uh, but ultimately it comes back to where Isaiah 14. It's all about I I I the five I wills of Satan right now The second law of Satanism is called the self-awareness Notice the what awareness self-awareness law that quote man is a divine being within Life's purpose is to realize the divine within when this is achieved You now recognize you are God and what was the lie of Satan in the garden? That not only you get to decide between what's good and evil. You will be like God. This is the core of the very foundation of the belief of Satanism, okay? Now, you're thinking, oh, come on, really? Is it, it, is it really just they live for themselves at all costs? Yes, and don't just listen to the laws. Listen to the Satanists themselves, and they admit that when you live like that, even as a so-called professing Christian, and all you do is live for self, and me, myself, and I, you're one of us, a Satanist. I didn't say that. They did, watch this.
3: The reason so many people reject the charge of Satan worship is because, as we saw earlier, they have a caricature of the devil and his religion in their minds. He's the horn-headed demon in red pajamas, and serving him, should he even exist, would involve sacrificing babies, drinking blood, or something else equally horrible or bizarre. In reality, though, Following Satan is far more mundane and universal than most people realize or would care to admit.
4: But I can do anything that I want to. I can pursue any kind of lustful desires that I might feel. I can uh, engage in any activities that are so-called sinful activities and not really worry about any ecumenical councils making it right for me to do these things living for as i've said all the earthly and carnal pleasures if
3: a christian said to you you were just really worshipping yourself what would you say
4: in a sense they would be right uh... it is a form of self-worship we feel that there is no reason why these people shouldn't just flip the coin completely over and simply call themselves what religion has clowned them for many many years call them devil worshippers or disciples of evil or satanists of course it's very hard for a person to hang an uncomplimentary label on themselves and for this reason for many years there will be people practicing satanism as good christians or other religions and uh, they will in- in- instinctively pursue the very same things that we are as they always have
1: uh... you were a satanist for how long? twelve years Twelve years. Twelve years. How on earth did you get involved with something like Satanism? First of all, what is Satanism? Let me let's just That's give a definition. A, uh, what does it mean to be a Satanism? To have Satan as a god? To adore or to to uh, to adore or to uh, serve one god or, or Satan. You're serving Satan. You're sa- serving self. More than anything else, it's uh, egocentric, good. self-centered serve me, all is me, immediate gratification, that's what all it's allowed.
3: As the occult magazine Gnosis acknowledged, if there's anything horrifying in its teachings, it's that these are the principles by which most people live most of the time, usually without admitting it even to themselves.
0: Hmm. God, why God? What's happened to our country? Why are things getting so messed up? How come come it's just gone downhill and it gets worse every week? I mean, how how do we turn into a a great Christian nation, to a society of wickedness and rebellion and and people are so selfish now and greedy and boastful and prideful and abusive and disobedient, ungrateful unholy, unloving unforgiving, slanders out of control, brutal, brutal, evil, rats, treasures, conceit, because we told them to love yourself at all costs. Like Satanists. And follow them but see we don't say that because that sounds too harsh but that's what it is and then you wonder why it's getting so devilish it's in our schools it's in our homes it's in our government it's in our media and I'm telling you folks it's in the church Lord willing for still alive in our next study we're going to get into that even more so but let me give you a little teaser of the church right you're thinking, well, church, how could the church promote self above all and self, like Satanist, What? Well, they do what Satan, Satan has hirelings in the church, too, you know, unfortunately, right? And so when Satan approached Jesus, Matthew 4, the temptation, did you know that Satan quoted scripture? He did. But what was the problem? He twisted it. So Satan gets his hirelings in the church to guess what? They try to slap Christianese on this number one law of Satanism, and then they, they, they twist Scripture, and then when people don't study the Scripture or they haven't been taught how to handle the Scripture to interpret it correctly, they fall for it. And by the way, why is it so easy for people to fall for this? Because you have a, and so do I, every person has a piece inside of you, a nature inside of you called the sin nature, self nature that wants this. And so you like it. And then he, oh, really? I can be a Christian and still live for self? (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Guess what part of you likes that? Not the Spirit of God. The flesh, the thing that's causing destruction in your life. It's nuts. But let let me give you a couple ways, and and we we could be here for all day just looking at, but I'm going to give you just a couple scriptures of how uh, the popular ones that these people, so-called professing Christians, say, no, the Bible teaches that we got to love self first. got to follow Satanism but I'm not gonna call it Satanism let me give you the first one the first one is Matthew 22 37 through 39 here's actually what they'll quote and it says this Jesus replied love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind this is the first and the greatest commandment and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself well there it is this is one of the biggest passages that they will twist and misquote out of context and say that's it says it right there the Bible says you got to love yourself first that's what it says right there what I mean seriously that's one of their major top ones and people go that sounds great to me they eat it up but if you look at that passage you read the context it's listen the byproduct of loving God first Is what gives you the ability to properly love your neighbor second and by the way there's only two commands in the scripture that Jesus is saying there not three he said there's only two I tell you one love God number two what love your neighbor that's it He's not saying there's three and he's certainly not as these liars would say that there's a third one Love yourself first and then put that on top of the other two and then spin it like this In fact, if you don't love yourself first, you can't love God and other people but that's what they do That's exactly what they do with that passage. Can you believe that? It's nuts. Well, I mean We've got to do this because I I know people that they they just flat out hate themselves and we've got to rip Now listen pay attention very carefully I'm not trying to say that people aren't being destructive and we need to reach out to them, but don't reach out with them and put gas on fire with this lie. When somebody is, quote, hating themselves, what really is that? It's self-love. And I quote, this is from Dr. Martin Bobgan's book, if you want to read a fantastic book on this lie, uh, Prophets of Psychoheresy. And this is from the number two book regarding self-hatred. He says, now we are not saying that there are no individuals who genuinely think that they hate themselves. However, what they generally hate, listen, is something about themselves and their circumstance. They actually exhibit actual love for themselves in that they continue to spend most of the time concerned about themselves, even if it's with their unhappy thoughts. They generally get to the point where they are unhappy about themselves because of a, a discrepancy exists between their aspirations and their desires and their performance or their condition. Listen, this intensive hate is evidence of quote high self interest. Itself, you love yourself first, and when things don't go your way, my way, me myself, and unholy way. And then you, at that point, you are just inflamed with self. And then here comes society says, and the way out of it is more self. Nuts. Now, let me give you another one. This one blows me away. I can't believe they do this one. See, it's not just self-love, self-respect, self-esteem. It's this word, self-worth. Oh, in fact, there's a lie out there in the church that says, you know why Jesus died on the cross? It was because we were so worthy, he couldn't he couldn't let us worthy people go to hell. So, because we're so worthy, it, you ever heard of a classic doctrine, Romans chapter three, called total depravity? Uh, yeah, we're hey, what do we deserve for ourselves, myself included? We've all fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin, living for self, is what? Dead. I deserve to die and go to hell. There's no worth in me. What's Paul say? Oh, wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ. That's the way out. But they say, oh, no, you're so, you're so worthy. Jesus had to, he was, he had to come and die. What? Acknowledging... Our wretchedness and what our sin deserves is the first step in getting saved. God is holy. We are not. But here's what they twist. This is nuts. This is what they promote to twist the scripture and say, see, the Bible says you only got to love yourself first, but you got to acknowledge your self worth. And here it is. It's in Matthew, man. This is like, man, you guys. And listen to Satan too long. Matthew ten twenty nine through 31, watch this. <clears throat> are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your father. And even the very hairs of your head are numbered. So don't be afraid, Jesus says. You are worth more than many sparrows. There it is, folks. Suppose a biblical proof as to why we need to go around every day and acknowledge our self-worth. Excuse me? And then that's what you twist it. But that's not what it means. That's not the context at all. And first of all, how many guys ever had a calculator, right? How many guys hooked on math? right, well, get this. You don't even have to have a math degree to figure this one out, okay? Uh, uh, Just a calculator would do. And you may not even need a calculator because it really doesn't add up that much. But play with me. Let's put this to the test. Is this really saying how valuable we really are? what's it say read the context you'll see that jesus said saying that two sparrows are sold for how much one of penny yeah that's that's so valuable these days aren't you guys glad when you see a penny on the ground because you could do so much with it it's so valuable are you kidding me don't even pick it up anymore (laughs) now anybody with an accounting degree tell you that's not going to add up to a great word do the math if you're many sparrows you're worth more than many sparrows. Okay, let's put it to the test. Let's do the math. If your many sparrows say, and let's throw out a big number. You're feeling really good. Maybe it was not 12, not a dozen, not 100, 500 sparrows. Right? And, and two of them are worth a penny. For those of you hooked on math, you you're worth about $2.50. I can't even get a happy meal for that. And that hurts my self-esteem. No, no, you've been having a really good day. You didn't run that person over on the sidewalk when they were walking like this, and you're feeling real good about self. So maybe your mini sparrows was a 1,000 sparrows, huh? (laughs) Now you're up to five bucks. I still can't get a stupid Happy Meal, right? They're so expensive nowadays. Come on, do the math. This passage is not talking about our self-worth. Listen, it's talking about the greatness of God's providential care for us. It's God's providential. It's what the passage is about. It's sick. But that's what these people do. They promote Satanism, even in the church, by doing what Satan did with Jesus in his temptation. They twist the scripture. And because people don't know how to handle the scripture they fall for it okay Uh, in fact they also at the same time these people they ignore passages in the Bible that tell you it ain't about you don't live for you in fact when you blow it you need to acknowledge it you need to repent you need to own up to it and that you need to stop living for yourself if you're gonna be a Christian right let me do the old and new testament right what's the bible say about self ezekiel 20 43 there you will remember your conduct and all the actions by which you have defiled yourselves and you will what not love yourself loathe yourselves for all the evil you have done right ezekiel 36 31 through 32 then you will remember your evil ways and your wicked deeds and you will loathe yourselves for your sins and detestable practices be what ashamed and disgraced for your conduct O house of Israel and what did Job say when he actually had the audacity to start questioning God a little bit of getting, getting a little bit of attitude with God because it wasn't going the way that Job wanted and Job was going through things he didn't like to do and then God basically gave him a big old spanking and a reality check and what did he say? Uh, God I despise myself and I repent and dust and ash. Oh, shut my mouth O oh God oh, oh, that I would ever question you that I would put self that high that I would, whoa. What do you say? I despise myself for living for self and questioning you, God. That's what the scripture says. Let's go to the New Testament, 2 Corinthians 5:15. And he died Jesus for all. That those who live should what? Stop it, knock it off, no longer live for who? Themselves. But for who? We're supposed to live for who? It's all about who. Live for him, Jesus, who died for them and was raised again. 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Love is neither anxious to impress nor does it, listen, cherish inflated ideas of its own importance. And can I tell you, that's what they're doing. Oh, you're so wonderful. You're great. Hey, I just was extremely mean to somebody. I ran over somebody's dog. I lied about this. I cheated right there. And then you look in the mirror. Ain't I great? (laughs) You're cherishing inflated ideas about yourself. Give me a break. You need to own up to your sin that's love that's biblical love right you don't do that Philippians 2 3 let nothing be done through strife or vainglory but in lowliness of mind esteem yourself better No, what to say let each esteem others better than who than you you don't come first and esteem Right And Romans 7, 18, I quoted this earlier. I know that Paul says, nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. What a wretched man that I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? And of course, keep reading this. Jesus Christ will. Matthew 16, 24, Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone would come after me, what's the first thing he says? You must what? Deny yourself. Can I translate that? Stop living like a Satanist. Stop living like the devil. That's what caused his fall. That's what gave birth to sin. And you wonder why things are so messed up. If, what did Jesus say? You give up your life, lose your life, lose your, lose self, and what? You'll find what life's really all about. But if you go back to that self, and you don't, you know, you're headed right back to destruction. Deny yourself. Take up your cross and come follow me. In the Greek, it's continuance, so it means, and so follow him every single day as a habit of life, no matter what. Okay? But that's what they do now these guys that are promoting this in the church they're not ignoring those passages and twisting scripture okay but believe it or not they are fulfilling another Bible prophecy passage as a sign you're living in the last days not just 2 Timothy 3 okay that Paul says they become lovers of themselves and pff, down you go which is the number one law of Satanism shocker next chapter he gives you another thing that's going to happen in the church I'm still in the church folks watch what's going to happen to the church after society goes downhill, it's gonna infect the church. And here's what Paul says to look out for. Another sign you're in the last day, 2 Timothy 4, three through four. For a time will come when men will not put up with what? Sound doctrine, including total depravity, right? Uh, instead to suit their what? Owned, uh-oh. So they're turning away from the scripture, classical biblical teaching, and what's the motivation? Self. This is what, we've seen this passage before, but I wanna bring out what's the motivation in the church? their own desires, they will gather around themselves a great number of teachers to say what? From the scripture, proper doctrine, read the Bible, all the Bible, the whole counsel of God, no. What their itching ears want to hear, they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. Again, we've seen before, itching ears is kenetho; it means only pleasant things. Stories made up, muthos, myths is muthos. It means stories made up. How do you know you're living the last days? Not just when people are to- telling to love themselves first, the number one law of Satanism, and your society goes down the tube, but look out for what's going on in the church. When the church gets selfish and self-centered too, infected with this self-love lie, that the church actually will gather around themselves, only preachers in the pulpit, who will tell them only pleasant things and make up a story I don't care because it's all about me. And half the people that go to church services today, what's their mindset when they step through the sanctuary doors? It's about me. And you better play the music that I want. And you better preach what I want. And you better have the programs that I want because. I'll... And churches cater to that. Instead of saying, you know what? It ain't about you. It's about Jesus Christ, and that's what we're here for. And if you want to come here and learn about Jesus and and become a disciple of Jesus and share the gospel of Jesus, hey, you're welcome. But if you're here for self, you ain't gonna like it here. And you know what they do? They either stick around and cause trouble and try to self-change it into what they want, or they leave. But there's churches out there that cater to that self. Can I tell you a big name? Joel Osteen. Has built his whole so called church on Satanism. That's crazy, but look at the context we're talking about. What's the context of this verse? What does it say? The church will gather around themselves teachers. See, it isn't just the preachers who sold out like an Osteen. It's what? The church wants it from those guys. And what do they want? A message of what? Self. And what's his message? Learn to be a better. You, build up your self-esteem, self-respect. It's all about self. It's all about self and how you, you, you can be happy. You, you, you. So that's what they want. That's what he gives them. That's what they got. But I like what one guy says. Think about that. This is a sign you're living the last days. The fact that there's a Joel Osteen, and he's not the only one, unfortunately, preaching Satanism because that's really what the people in the pews, I'm not saying they're Christians. I don't know their heart. But that's what they want, they're themselves. What, they're, they, what they want, and I'm only gonna hire guys that will tell me who will sell themselves out and will tell me about self. One guy says, you know what? Could that be an actual judgment on God? That God allows them these kind of preachers because he's judging these people because they don't want God. They don't want Jesus They want Satanism. Watch this. This is a good good comment.
1: Your best life now? I will not lose sleep tonight. Worried about your best life now. I will not pray tonight for tomorrow worried about their best life now or whether they have self-esteem or their checkbook is balanced or they've got forty days or ninety days or hundred days of purpose in their life. I will lose sleep because one day every one of you will stand before God naked and be judged and some of you will be cast into hell. Preachers, you're not professionals. You're not businessmen. You're not little boys running around serving the community. your prophets are you nothing. To bring a word from God, these are people dying. The wrath of God lays waste to your community. Even as we speak, how many people will be swept away, even today by the wrath of God through death in hell. And you're worried about whether or not someone feels good about themselves. False teachers are God's judgment on people who don't want God, but in the name of religion plan on getting everything their carnal heart desires. That's why a Joel Olstein is raised up. Those people who sit under him are not victims of him. He is the judgment of God upon them because they want exactly what he wants, and it's not God.
0: And what is it? Let's break it down. The number one law of Satanism and God's judging them so as we close self-love self-esteem that's the number one law of Satanism It's what called the cause of Satan to fall that's what caused sin that's what gave birth to sin so where does our value lie do I really need to say it's in Christ Jesus it's in him Not our self inflated, self important statements of self love. It's in the fact that I've been forgiven and accepted and loved by God and Jesus. It's in spite of me. That's what gives me eternal value. It's Christ. It's Christ. That's way better than self inflated statements of self. It's Jesus Christ. One guy says this In Christ, I'm his beloved, I'm his child. I'm an ambassador for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm blameless. I'm spotless. I'm without blemish and considered a beautiful bride. I'm blessed in the heavenly realms. I'm born again. I belong to God. I cannot be separated. He calls me a saint. I'm now a citizen of heaven. I cannot lose my salvation. I'm complete in Christ. I cannot be condemned. I'm dearly loved. I'm delivered. I've got direct access to the throne of grace. I'm dead to sin. I'm healed from sin. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I'm a friend of Jesus. I've been forgiven by Jesus. I'm established, anointed, and sealed by God. I'm free from my past. I'm kept by God's power. I'm prayed for by Christ. I'm not going to hell. Why? Because 27 years ago, God had mercy on me, a wretched sinner, and made me a new creation in Him. That's where the value lies. It's in Jesus Christ. And why is it so many Christians are so stinking, selfish, and self-centered, but they seem to be ungrateful? They don't seem to appreciate what Christ did. You know why? Because they're thinking too high about themselves. You know, the the scripture, what does it say? The The woman loved much, Because what? She was forgiven much. How much have you been forgiven? Then how come you're not loving him much? Self-love tries to mask all the sins that we commit that have been forgiven by Christ. And so it keeps you thinking, well, and you play this game. Well, I'm not as bad as Pastor Bobby. <laughs> See, that's why he, he loves Jesus so much. Because look at him. <laughs> I haven't you heard his past? You know his testimony. Man, now there's a sinner. And Pastor Billy, that's why he's so wacky. <laughs> I mean, look at his past. Woo, makes my past. Bobby did look like child's play. Woo, of course, of course, they love Jesus because they sin much. Me, I'm not, excuse me, you lied, you cheated, you stole. Maybe your sins weren't the same as my sin, but if you stop loving yourself first and you acknowledge what is true for every one of us on the planet, we've all sinned. And then you know what? We all love him just as much. We're all just as passionate. Self-love will destroy that. It masks it. And you certainly don't want to feed that. Our value comes in Christ. It's known that I'm forgiven. That's why I'm secure. It's known that I'm loved in spite of me, in spite of even my sins today. He still loves me. That's why I'm excited. That's why I'm okay. That's why I'm not depressed. That's why I'm not filled with anxiety. I'm His child. <laughs> That's where the value lies. Do you see how people are getting ripped off? And, of course, guess who's not only throwing out that lie that it's all about self, but he's not going to tell you that. That if you want to be free from a horrible, destructive, selfish, self-centered, depressing, anxious, rotten life, turn to Jesus. He ain't going to say that. But don't take my word for it as we close. Let's listen to Satan. Right? We listen to the Satanists. Let's listen to Satan. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the father of lies. Here's what he's up to every day. Tell me our world has not fallen for it. Watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to
1: introduce to you the one, the only, the
2: father of lies. I've been here since the beginning, know exactly how you work. I know all of your cravings, know what makes you go berserk, lying from the start just to make you play a part in my infinite rebellion against the father god hate everything he is and i make you hate him too make you hate him with your actions it's so easy for me to do cause you like it sin feels good for the ego you love it oh come on baby let your head going all the time me make my life so true Oh and there is a lie that works for everyone, everyone A lie that opens up your heart so I can get me some more of your free will I'm winding you, winding you, give me the control That's why I'm telling you, selling you anything, everything Appealing to your human way of being And I use it all against you just to keep your eyes from seeing past the Cigarette, just smoking, choking on your lust. I'll make you drunk with pride. So deeply spun into my system that you won't see the
0: He's probably laughing his guts out. He knows he's headed to the lake of fire. He's so stinking evil. You know what he's done? You know what he's done to our whole planet? You know what he's done to churches? He's convinced them in the last days, and God warned about this 2,000 years ago. All I got to do is get them to make the first fatal mistake like Satan did. Love self first, and it's downhill from there. That's our world, isn't it? That's Satanism in action. Now, we don't want to call it that, but that's what Satan does. He just repackages it. And now he's got everybody living like that. So my question is, how did he do it practically? How did Satan get, not just the world, but dare I say, even the church, to actually trick them into promoting the number one law of Satanism? Well, Lord willing, our next study, we're gonna see he did it through secular psychology. Which, by the way, did you know, there is no such thing as Christian psychology? It's called an oxymoron. Like Icy Hot, Peaceful War, Yummy Chicken. It doesn't work, (laughs) right? There's either secular psychology, which is operating man by man's wisdom, or there's biblical counseling. They don't mix. But he got the world and the church to listen to secular psychologies, guys who were not just atheists and evolutionists. They were God-haters, they were involved in the occult, and they admitted where did they get their self-love, self-esteem, self-respect teachings? From demons. We'll get into that, Lord willing, next time. well, that makes us a liar. The, another Ten Commandments says that you shall not steal. Don't ever take anything without permission. How many of you guys uh, have ever done that? Well, you guys already said you're a bunch of liars. All of our hands should have went up on that one, and for being honest, God already knows. Folks, we've all taken something. We've stolen something, right? That makes us a thief. Another Ten Commandments says that you shall not use the Lord's name in vain. He's not just holy, even His name is holy. Hey, folks.